3: Welcome back to Macabre London's Abhorrent Advent Calendar. As you'll be aware, if you've already joined me for the past 21 episodes, I'm counting down the days until Christmas, but not in the usual joyful way you may expect. Instead, I'll be telling you 24 gruesome stories until we hit Christmas Day, when you'll receive a full-length episode of Macabre London as your hideous Christmas present from me to you. Under door number 21, we learned about midwinter celebrations and the fate of the Lord of Misrule. Today, under door number 22, we'll be looking to the skies to work out if that thing you just saw was Santa's sleigh, or something from a little further afield, as we discover the Warminster thing. (laughs) As soon as we approach Christmas Eve... The activity in the sky is closely monitored, in the hope that you may just get a glimpse of Santa and his reindeer speeding across the sky. But what if that mysterious object wasn't Father Christmas, but an unidentified flying object? A little town in England may not be the first place you'd imagine when thinking of where to visit as an introduction to the planet Earth, but supposedly the little green guys in the sky can't get enough of this place. Warminster, in Wiltshire, in the southwest of England, about two and a half hours' drive outside of London, is a very sleepy town, but when it comes to unexplained phenomena, it's very much awake. On Christmas Day in 1964, locals were sound asleep in their beds when they were awoken by a loud humming sound. Mildred Head was one of these sleepy townsfolk who was startled from her slumber by a loud crash on her roof. Which was then followed by the sound of something like twigs being brushed against the tiles. Thinking a tree had fallen on her home, or perhaps the roof was coming apart, she put on her dressing gown and ventured to her window to see what the racket was. As she looked, she couldn't see anything outside the window, but the sound of crashing grew louder until it sounded like her house was being pelted with rocks. As she stared outside, she couldn't see anything falling from her roof, but she was filled with a sense of dread as she could hear a low-pitched reverberating hum which droned endlessly and seemed to be coming from the sky. After a short while, the drone faded and she was left standing in her dark bedroom, wondering what the hell had just happened. The next day, the town was awash with reports of the same phenomenon Mildred had encountered. Over the course of the night, people had experienced many similar things. Soldiers that were on base at Nook Camp an army base around an hour and 30 minutes walk away from Warminster Town, heard the same noise that increased in intensity at around 4am. Before the sun had even risen, a couple, Mr and Mrs Rump, awoke to the sound of what they thought were their tiles falling from their roof. But upon inspection, there was no damage to be seen. Marjorie By, a churchgoer, was making her way to the early morning service at around 6.15 when she was knocked to the ground by a phenomenally loud sound wave that she said felt savage. It pinned her to the floor and she couldn't move until it ceased. You could be mistaken for thinking that perhaps this was a strange coincidence if it had just been a small sample of people that had heard the noise but over 30 reports were amassed from the town that all reported experiencing similar noises over the whole of Christmas night. After this strange occurrence, the town was quiet for a few short months before more strange happenings began. In 1965, many strange sounds coming from the skies were reported, and by August that year, there had been an additional 49 reports of strange scuttling and roof-bothering, but there was nothing to be seen in terms of damage or physical proof. People reported their cars stopping working after seeing orbs floating in the sky, and a whole flock of pigeons dropped dead whilst in flight. The phenomena earned a nickname from a local reporter, Arthur Shuttlewood, who began calling it The Thing, a fitting name for an undetermined force. Some believed the noise was a creature and others believed it was a flying saucer making a visit, and Arthur collected several witness reports which confirmed the strange phenomena. Up until this time, all of the reports had just been of noises, but on August the 17th, there was finally a sighting. Residents living on the Boreham Field housing estate were startled by an explosion which they thought was a gas main exploding. Rushing out of their houses, they reported seeing an orange ball of flame floating in the sky, which moved around before dispersing. Two windows were broken in the blast, but luckily, no one was hurt. When seeking who was accountable for the blast, there was no logical explanation, and no one owned up to being responsible.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
3: As a result of the almighty blast, a meeting was called in the town hall by the local council on the 27th of August to try and get to the bottom of the extraterrestrial activity. Over 300 people attended, and the tiny hall was so packed that not everyone could fit inside. However, the meeting didn't manage to draw any conclusions, and the mystery was still left open-ended. After word had got out of the occurrences in Warminster, people flocked from far and wide to try and hunt down whatever the thing was. Over the summer of 1966, over 8,000 people descended on the tiny town, camping out wherever they pleased, with eyes fixed on the skies and several things were reported, lights in the skies, strange noises, and what had once been more of an audible happening was now beginning to be more visual, with people spotting flying saucers all over the place. However, the sightings started to become fewer and fewer, and as the years passed and the visions of spacecraft dwindled, so did the interest in hunting the Thing. That's not to say that the occurrences in Warminster depleted altogether. People who live in the town still report strange noises from time to time, and in 2017, a UFO was caught on tape, but has possibly been revealed to be a fireworks plane which shoots sparks out of its wings, and not a sparkly E.T., The town of Warminster still remains a hotbed of activity for people who want to believe in visitations from men from Mars, or any other planet for that matter, but the more likely explanation is either a rare weather phenomenon, or the nearby area, which is dotted with military bases, may just have been testing out some new technology. After all, there are sound weapons that can be used on people called LRADS, Long Range Acoustic Devices which have the capability of causing long-term damage to your organs, and potentially death. There are also stealth planes which can cause sonic booms, which would explain strange noises in the sky. Warminster is only a 25-minute drive from Stonehenge, a supposed ancient alien creation, so perhaps the visitations are as a result of these little green men checking back in on their supposed handiwork. The results of a Ministry of Defence report published in 2000 may have pinned down the reason for the Warminster thing, citing that most commonly viewed UFOs are plasma balls, which occur when a meteor burns up on re-entry, and that could explain the scattering sound falling particles on Warminster roofs. Plasma balls can also cause engines to fail and interfere with electromagnetic fields, and maybe explain the sudden death of the flock of pigeons if they were hit with a heat blast. It also sounds the same as the orange orbs people saw in the sky. The Warminster thing may be explainable, but the case definitely isn't solved. The residents of the sleepy town may have become less in the spotlight from the general public, but that's not to say they're not still being watched by minds immeasurably superior to ours, watching this Earth with envious eyes, before they slowly, and surely, draw their plans against us. Or it could just be a radioactive Santa. Who knows? So this Christmas Day, raise your eyes to the skies. And if you're lucky, you may just get an alien for Christmas. I wanted- Thank you for joining me for door number 22 of the macabre London abhorrent advent calendar. What do you think about the Warminster thing? Do you think it's a town plagued by UFOs, a military experiment, or ball lightning? I think for me, I could explain it away if it wasn't for the noises. Those are just a little bit too creepy. Let me know what you think in the comments below, or on my social media if you're listening to the podcast. I'll be back tomorrow with door number 23, so make sure you join me then. Please like, comment, rate, review, share and subscribe on whatever platform you're enjoying this on, and come and say hi on my social media. And don't forget to tell your friends if you think they'd enjoy the advent calendar. If you'd like to help support the show, then you can do so by signing up to my Patreon, buying a gift from the Amazon wishlist, or making a one-off donation via the ACAST supporter link. The links for all of these are in the show notes and description. And a huge thanks to all of our patrons, supporters and people who have bought gifts from the Amazon wishlist. It really does mean a lot. I've had a flurry of presents arriving recently from the wish list, and notifications pinging up everywhere from donations and it's been so nice for people to reach out and let me know that you're enjoying the show and for me to know that you want to keep hearing more as well. I know a lot of the gifts and donations don't come with notes so I can't say thank you directly but if you have been so kind then please know I'm so appreciative and an immense huge thank you. You're the best. Thanks for joining me. I've been Nikki Drews and I'll see you for door number 23 tomorrow.